We've got you covered. The Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by ElisaElana.com. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. We're all about country right now here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. We're talking with country star Aaron Tippin about songwriting, winemaking, and the many other things he does. And right now, he's going to share with you an important mistake not to make in the recording studio. Baby girls, the worst thing you can ever do is have a song that later on, when you heard it on the radio, you went, yikes. Yeah. I could have done better there. You know. <laughs> that is it's so like true. Build, it's like building a beautiful house. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't get right down to the to the finished carpentry work and just say, okay, it's done. Yeah. you so got to finish it. Has that ever happened to you where you've heard your song on the radio and thought, oh, that would have been a better line there? There's one song, 29 and Hold, and I love that song because it really talks to a to any young ladies out there that are divorced and they really uh, they're on their own and they're raising children by themselves, uh-huh. and that's why it's called Twenty Nine and Old. And there's one line that's all, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. You got to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got an assignment. A little challenge there. Twenty Nine Old in the world are Okay. Okay. <laughs> now you are a winemaker. And a wine drinker. That's probably yeah. a big problem. <laughs> That's the reason why you're the winemaker, right? <laughs> exactly right. Uh, me and my wife, Thea, we love and enjoy wine. We honeymooned in Sonoma and uh, got it really into the wine taste and drinking. I thought, you know what? Surely these guys are making it. Surely I can. So I went home and headed to the local uh, home winemaker store, started to practicing up a little bit, you know, taking some juice, taking some fruit, and making some wine. I kind of fell in love with the process of it and trying to determine what makes a great wine. And once again, like songwriting, and not necessarily what do I like, what does the listener, the wine listener, the wine drinker like? You know, it's mm-hmm. so just trying to tune my wines to, uh, to be approved. What's the name of the wine you make? Tipping family wines, and we do all kinds of wines. But here in the southeast, we don't have great grapes, so we do a lot of country wines or fruit wines. Okay. So you know, we'll do uh, we'll do a blackberry, you know, in, in, the, in the summer, and we'll do a peach, and we'll do an apple and strawberry. Uh, I have a small vineyard on a lake here in Tennessee, which are muscadine grapes, which are local native grape that's grown. I make wine out of that, and just you know, anything I can make wine out of, I'll do it. The usual hillbilly recipe is a very sweet wine, almost like a port. I love sweet wine. <laughs> no kidding. Well, love living in the South because that is the home of sweet wine. Okay. Well, you make it sound easy. Well, the process is very fun, and, and there are things you can manipulate, you know, and, and turn it into what you want it to be, and that's just fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, part of what you've done is you've spent a lot of time entertaining the troops overseas, and I know you got back from Korea where you had kind of a harrowing experience with your bus driver, so talk a little bit about that. <laughs> oh, well, you know, out of all the places I've been to, I've been to Afghanistan and Iraq about nine times in this war, and and, uh, you know, we've, we've had to run to the bunker a few times for mortar attacks and, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff went on that, you know, you just run into when you're, when you're downrange. But boy, I gotta tell you, that last bus ride in Korea might have been the scariest thing I've ever faced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm entertaining the troops. I just think it's their driving style. It's it just kind of like a truck driver driving a bus, and we say that often. You know, I'm also I'm a licensed commercial driver, so I got I got CDLs in my pocket, okay. and, uh, and I drive the bus quite often. And you know, I'm meticulous, and I'm getting all my guys when they're swinging us around. That won't work, you know, mm-hmm. because this is about is if you're not moving. That's the first thing. Wow. Safety and then comfort. Mm-hmm. Describe it for us. What was that ride like? 
Oh, he's just, you know, too much brakes and too much gas. I mean, he, he'd run right up on the traffic, slam on the brakes, slow down, whip out into the other lane, lay the whip on it, you know, just go to the next car and probably do the same thing. I mean, it's just, it's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, high rate of speed, and over there, man, everybody's kind of going every which way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so did you say anything to him, or? I can't speak Korean. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you had a translator or what, but that's pretty funny. Uh, you know, what I was saying, maybe he didn't need a translator. Okay. <laughs> you probably got the message. Okay, now, Aaron, how do you deal with the pressure of the industry? Golly, girls, you know what? I'll be completely honest with you. I had a lot of anguish, you know, when I was downtown all the time. And I just, I don't know, you know, when you're young, you're always trying to take your career as far as you possibly can. And through that, I was kind of bullheaded. And, and on top of that, I felt like if I just worked as hard as I could and, and if I just banged my head on the wall enough, then I would knock the wall down. But huh. you know what? All I did was make my head very sore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get that. So, you know, what I've learned is there are things you can change and there are things you can't change. Work on the things you can change and don't worry about the things you can't change. That is great advice. Very wise. <laughs> Hard to do sometimes, but really good. Hard to do, mm-hmm. but the more faster you learn it, the easier it's going to be on you, and you won't end up with gray hair like this old guy. And, <laughs> and you won't have those headaches. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you've just joined us here on the Mulberry Lane Show, we're talking with country music artist Aaron Tippin. Now, what's next for you, Aaron? You know, we're still out there touring and going every weekend and enjoying that. Heck, I hope next thing you girls hear about is I've got my flight instructor certificate because that's what I'm working on very hard is to try to become a a, a flight instructor so that I can solo my son on his 16th birthday. Oh, awesome. awesome. And what about new music, Aaron? You know, we right now we're just in the studio, uh, kind of part time, uh, editing uh, some stuff we've done in the past. We're going to have a, a greatest hits package that you can only get if you come to the to the live air tipping show. So that's kind of okay. what's on the plate right now. Cool. When that gets finished, we'll get we'll get all heads up on. Okay. All right, Aaron. Well, and we'd love to have you back on. Hey, thanks, girl. This has been fun. This Thank has you. been yeah. fun. We really appreciate your honesty and yeah. I think we learned a few things yeah. too. Yes, you're fun to talk to as well. <laughs> Tell my wife that all she ever tells me to do is shut up. <laughs> Maybe we should have her on the show. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, you should. All, all right, Erin, right, take care. Thanks, girls. Country music artist Erin Tippin on the Mulberry Lane Show. Straight ahead in hour two, we've got record company exec Dave Morrell. He has a story to tell. California pop duo Brandon and Leah. And 4th of July party tips from Hillary Pereira. Here's a song to get you in the 4th of July mood. Aaron Tippins, where the stars and stripes and the eagle flies. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. I was born by God's dear grace in an extraordinary place where the stars and stripes and the eagle flies. 